to go and like you know watch a movie where there's the f word and there's like tits is there any tits in that movie let's go streaking i don't feel like i have a like personal relationship with this movie Welcome to another great episode of the Balls, Buckets, and Bull podcast, bringing in Eric Stairs to talk about some movies, specifically Will Ferrell movies. We're going to give uh, our top eight, kind of talk a little bit about them, how funny we think they are, and if they're a little repetitive, which I think some of them are. But let's go ahead and welcome in the star, the guest, Mr. Eric Stairs. How's it going, buddy? Yo, yo, it's going great. I'm glad to uh, be a part of the podcast and, and show that I also have... Uh, an interest in the cinematic universe, and I'm not just a uh, talking head whenever it comes to Texas Rangers baseball. Yeah, I think this is going to be a funny change-up. Uh, no sports. Uh, we've already showed how terrible we are at giving takes about that. Um, but this is going to be a funny so. minute. Yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think if we if we find this episode pretty good, uh, we'll probably do it uh, for like other actors. Um, but this is going to specifically focus on some eight movies that we think are pretty popular that Will Ferrell is the star in. So we'll go ahead and kick it off with Anchorman. I think most people know the plot, but long story short, he falls in love with a female co-anchor. They star together. Then when he can't make the show, turns out she gets better ratings than Ron ever did. So then they break up. And then he, they get back together after he rescues her from a zoo. Um, I found this movie pretty funny. I think it was, uh, I, it's way better than Anchorman 2. I don't think we need to even dispute that. Um, budget was $26 million, did 90 at the box office, so not bad. Uh, but what did you think about the movie stairs? Do you think this is one of Will Ferrell's best or kind of lower on your ranks? Yeah, so this one becomes difficult for me to rank because I've seen it 37 million times, but I still gotta, I still hold it in very high regard uh, because yes, the first, the first few times that you see it is absurdly funny, and I think that it has some some shock value to it. You know, we were just talking about Baxter getting punted over the bridge. There's just there's just scenes that you can never forget. Um, so yeah, Anchorman's, Anchorman's, I've got it listed as uh, number two out of all the movies that we're going to talk about today. So, oh, really? Yeah. And then also the thing about it is it has, um, lots of, uh, quotable instances, a lot of just really memorable scenes that I think have, have stuck in, in everyone's mind for geez, how long has it been since it came out? Like 15 years. It has been 2004, so yeah, 16 years. Damn, that movie is old. All right. Number two, that's actually pretty surprising considering the list of movies we're about to talk. I mean, I definitely thought it would be in the upper tier, or upper half at least, but um, number two is a pretty solid ranking. Let's go ahead and move on to Talladega Nights. Uh, this movie is pretty straightforward. Also, uh, this guy, Eper, he is a NASCAR driver uh, who originally was working as just in the pits. Um, 
I believe as the uh, tire changing guy. Uh, anyways, uh, he gets a chance to get in the car once his <laughs> fellow race car driver just stops to get some food uh, in the middle of the race. Ends up getting second or, or third, I think it is, and then has a pretty decent career as an actual NASCAR driver. Uh, gets in a wreck with um, a European Formula One driver who comes over to NASCAR and then has this big feud, which is pretty hilarious. So I think it's a, one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. I think of all of them, I don't know, maybe that's just because I've seen it the most. I think it's the most quotable to me out of the rest of these. Um slingshot engage uh hyped up on mountain dew all of those are just hilarious funny lines that i think most people use probably at least once a month if not more um, don't forget uh don't don't you put that evil on me yeah 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 absolutely so uh where does this one rank for you mr steers let's see on my list i have got it as number five I know that you've probably got it as number one because it just has NASCAR in it and you just want to go to sleep to the soothing sounds of (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, again, it's this is another one that official tampon of NASCAR. Very, very quotable. And I think that that's kind of a theme or it's a common property of Will Ferrell movies that there's lots of like one hit lines that they're just funny to say out loud. Um, but I mean, this, this is a, a funny movie, but I don't think it, it doesn't crack the top half for me. So it's, it's the second rated sports movie. If you don't chew big red, then fuck first. you stairs. Whoa, man. Whoa. Have we talked about Big Red? You know I hate Big Red. The gum or the soda or both? Both. See, because they're like different flavors. So how do you hate both? I, I, I can hate more than one flavor. Dude, I'm sorry. I don't want to walk around with my mouth smelling like a friggin' cinnamon stick. I don't get it. Dude. Yeah, the, the right. Big Red, I don't like the chewing gum. The soda's good, but it's very sugary. The soda's gross, man. You're tripping. Um, okay, so Mr. Steers has Talladega Nights ranked as number five. Moving on to the next movie, um, we got Step Brothers. Um, this is a very classic movie. Essentially, the plot is uh, these two uh, older people, older woman, older man, they uh, hook up and then they both are talking and realize that they have like 35 year old sons that live at home with them. Um, which is the weirdest thing that makes them fall in love with each other. And they get married and move in. And then Will Ferrell and John C. Riley um, are basically best friends. So uh, I think this movie also has a lot of quotable lines. Uh, I, the one thing is it, to me, it's not very rewatchable. Like it's on Netflix right now. And I don't think I've ever even come close to wanting to watch that just because uh, it just tired humor, I guess, to me. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I also think that a reason, because I feel somewhat similar. Um, so, this was one of the first movies I just had to look it up. So, it came out in 2008. So, that was right around whenever we were, I guess, starting high school. So, 
I think that it was for me at least it was one of the first like rated R movies that I really watched a lot and so I think that I had a skewed perception of it like I was really excited to go um to go and like you know watch a movie where there's the f word and there's like tits is there any tits in that movie um <laughs> I don't I yeah I haven't seen it I don't know I haven't seen it in a long time. But yeah, I, I know what you mean about tired humor. It does seem like they kind of, it was kind of near the end of a run of those like silly kinds of movies, you know, Anchorman kind of being at the leading wave of it. And then um, by, by the time it got to Step Brothers, it felt like they were taking the same comedic elements and trying to like shut it down your throat. Um, but you know, th- Again, it definitely still has some really funny scenes and some quotable moments. So I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I have it ranked number six on my list out of eight. So might watch again if I was like trying to hook up with a girl and she was wanted to watch it. Um, but I probably wouldn't want to watch it by myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, him and John C. Riley are, are definitely a good duo, but I mean, it, I guess it's just repetitive because it's you know it's that dynamic in Anchorman Two, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. I think they did another movie like about like Watson and Sherlock Holmes or something like that too. That I never saw. I just assumed it was not good. Yeah, I can't believe that one didn't make our list of top eight. <laughs> God no. Um, okay, let's move on to Elf. Uh, this is another straightforward movie. Basically, Will Ferrell grows up as an elf in the North Pole, ends up getting, uh, is like too big, and gets thrown back into New York to live his normal life um, and tries to find his dad uh, and is a little unsuccessful because the dad doesn't want to accept him. And then they go throughout the whole movie doing stupid Will Ferrell things um, till he does. So. Where does this one rank for you, Steers? Oh, man. This one is at the top of my list, actually. Really? Number one? One. Number one. Wow. Um, the reason behind that is I think it's going to hold up moving forward. Um, I don't want to have kids, but if I did have kids, I would think that they would also love this movie. And uh, not that I'm like a family-friendly kind of guy. I definitely just like talking about tits. But <laughs> but it is family friendly. It's just something a little bit different than what Will Ferrell's done. It's um, I think that it was it was refreshing to see Will Ferrell in a more like emotionally vulnerable role, um, but also um, it's hilarious. I, I I still watch it every year during the holidays um, and I would feel comfortable watching it with the, you know, pastor of the church. <laughs> not alone though. No, you're definitely not alone in, in uh, the rewatchability. I know my girlfriend, their family legit has a tradition to watch this movie every year. Um, so I think in that aspect, you're a hundred percent right. And I actually think it's just a, a well done movie. Um, it doesn't have the typical 
uh, humor elements that you were talking about earlier shoved down your throat. It's kind of like a different humor, I would say, um, for the majority of it. Uh, and everyone loves the, the fucking snowball uh, scene. This guy pelting the shit out of kids. I can't believe that that movie came out in 2003. So that really was before like all of these other movies. Yeah, that was before Anchorman then. And- yeah, before Anchorman, wait, like, because, and then, uh, what did we say? Step Brothers was 2008. When was Talladega Nights? I think Talladega Nights was 2005. Yeah, so it, it's interesting that it came first and then he transitioned into all of those other roles. But, um, just kind of taking them for what they are. It's definitely the most different kind of humor out of all of the movies. Um, and I just think it's pure and it's hilarious. Um, and I also like that it's seasonal. So you don't really have to think about it for like 11 months. And then, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No one's trying to watch, watch it one time. Yeah, you don't no one's trying to watch elf in the dead of summer. <laughs> Do you no. think? Do you think no. uh, while we're here? Do you think it's high up on your just general Christmas movie list? We should do that coming in the in the winter. We should do. Them. I would say it's probably my number one Christmas movie really? as well. Okay. But I'm not a big like Christmas movie person. I'm more of a watch NBA games on Christmas kind of guy. Oh, Christmas Day is no. That's all about basketball. I mean, let's be honest. Christmas is mostly just leading up to Christmas. And then Christmas Day itself, like the morning's tight and then the rest of it's just chilling. Yeah, it's boring yeah. as hell. Don't get me wrong. I got getting stuff, but sorry. Christmas gets me triggered, man. Christmas gets you mad? Yeah, like I think that instead of getting people gifts, we should just like get ourselves gifts and then we can like show our family what we got for ourselves on Christmas day. (laughs) It's the same thing. Um, Wow. That's a hot take. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I I think that might be one of your more absurd takes I've ever heard from you, which is, which is really sick. It's, Dumb to spend money on other people knowing that they're also going to spend money on you. It's like, I don't care about being surprised. I, mean, I, I prefer what we did, which is fifth miss where you buy each other fists of liquor and do white elephant with that. Now that's fun. No, the fun part is drinking. Well, yes, of course. After. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on here. Um, next movie, the other guy. So Will Ferrell plays an accountant for the police department and because of uh, unfortunate death or deaths rather uh, they are thrust into a bigger detective role and have to take down um, a banker who's in charge of fraud. Uh, So I actually love this movie. I think it's very quotable. Um, I think the scenes are fucking hilarious, especially the one with the rock and Samuel L. Jackson when they jump off the freaking building. But uh I got to say, if, you know, I didn't do a ranking, figured we'd just go off yours. But if, if I was, this would probably be top three for me, I think, uh, just because it I mean, the second it got on Netflix, I rewatched it immediately. Um, I know we always like to watch it at least once a year when we do our beach trip. Uh, but where does this one rank for you? Yeah, so this was number three. I already said the Elf was one and Anchorman's two. 
Um, so yeah, I got the other guys at three and I think you touched on it briefly. Oh, by the way, I was on mute, but whenever you said unfortunate <laughs> death, I, I laughed so loud that I think the neighbors might have to come check on me. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I like this movie because it has a fun context for us and our friends. Um, and we, you know, go, I never really watched it much before I started hanging out with, with you after college. Um, and the, I still laugh out loud every single time I watch that movie. Um, you know, with, as you said, the scene with them jumping off the building, still cracks me up every time oh i mean when um, i first saw that i think that is the the hardest i've ever laughed ever because i can still like remember that laugh when i i know exactly where i was i know exactly when i saw it and when i laughed harder than i ever had in my entire life so funny um something else that i think is noteworthy about the other guys is um, I really don't like Mark Wahlberg, um, yeah. but I do think that Mark Wahlberg as like angry little man and versus Will Ferrell as like sissy pencil pusher cop. I think that's a really fun dynamic and I think that they make it work well. Um, yeah. Mark Wahlberg's kind of repetitive too. I mean, and, I, it, you can kind of look at it from a timeline perspective. It's almost like Will Ferrell really like doing movies with John C. Riley for, I don't know, five years or so, and then kind of switched to Mark Wahlberg at some point. It, it, what what else did Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg Daddy's do home, together? They did Daddy's Home too. Uh, so at least at least those three yeah, movies. I'm sure there's probably another one I can think of, but um, yeah, it looks like him. I mean, and then he also did a dynamic with Kevin Hart. Uh, with get hard and then i think they did one other movie too but the the one thing that i i uh i laughed at watching the other guys is that he's like um a ladies man he's like a pimp and the the, the funny thing is you know they don't make him look attractive in the movie at all and i kind of wondered if he just tried to rip that from uh austin powers which he also was in that movie or one of the movies too because it's like the same like essential dynamic, really. Agreed. I'm over here looking up what other movies they're in together. It looks like just the Daddy's Home and... Uh, so just those three. Other yeah, I didn't realize that John Cena was in Daddy's Home, too. Might have to <laughs> get that on just to see John Cena. Wait, just okay, the second and one, not the first one? Oh, I don't know. There's literally just like a little uh, thumbnail of the Daddy's Home 2 trailer and it's got John Cena's face on it. Nice. Do you want to hear my exhaustive list of movies that I think that Kevin Hart is good in? Oh, God. You ready? Sure. All right, that was it. Um, was that supposed to be yeah. silence? Well, it was silence because he sucks. Yeah, I mean, what? So what? Like, I guess just off the top of our head, what does he do? Obviously, get hard. What? He was in Jumanji, right? And there's like two of them. There's two Jumanjis. I didn't see either. They look terrible. Also, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I mean, 
The The Rock makes legit terrible movies. Right? I was just about to mention The Rock too. Although you know, while he, he is really funny in that the opening scene of the other guys, I'll give him that. The Rock is act, like actually a good actor, though. I feel like Will, or I feel like Kevin Hart is something that locals perceive as comedy, and whenever Kevin Hart's in it, they're like, oh my gosh, he's like at the top of the comedy game. Like, this is going to be funny because it's got Kevin Hart. When in reality, they just think, like, it feels like whenever the creators of movies, whatever you want to call them, like the people who create the scripts, just give Kevin Hart, like, this horrible content and expect people to think it's funny just because it's coming from Kevin Hart. Uh, but I digress. I won't go into this whole thing. About no, I mean, I'm willing to, I mean, how much do you think a correlation between, how much of a correlation is there between uh, The Rock um, and Vin Diesel? I feel like they're very similar. Okay. I don't think that they're similar right? at all because what, okay, so Vin Diesel is in basically The Fast and the Furious, right? Is, has he had any other like successful roles? Mm. Maybe like Triple X. Except the pacifier. He did like Triple X one, I think. Jeez, how long ago was oh that? Oh god. Yeah, couldn't couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. But I don't know. It still feels like the rock is very prominent in, in today's um Yeah, but Fast and the Furious, yeah, even though it's they're it's bad, good. like it's a it's a they did well. What is there like ten of them now? Yeah, okay. Like yeah, Texas basketball has played 30 games this year, but that doesn't mean they're good. Like, sorry, Fast and the Furious is dead AF, and they need to stop making them. They're, they're like, should, yeah, maybe we the, should rank the Fast and the Furious no, movies. No, the only one that matters is Tokyo Drift. The rest of them are can get out of my face. All right, let's go ahead and stop talking about The Rock and Vin Diesel and Kevin Hart and other terrible actors. Or Don't forget John Cena. Yes, John Cena. <laughs> Although I do kind of want to watch that scene now that you mention it. I just imagine like how the hell they cast John Cena in a normal role. Um, okay, uh, next movie up for Will Ferrell is Old School. This movie is one of my favorite movies. This one, I guess you could even debate if he's really the star, but I kind of had to put it in here just because it's pretty iconic. I think of a movie, definitely living the frat life stairs. What do you, what did you have this one? Yeah, so I definitely ranked these movies a little bit emotionally. No, really. Um, so I've, I've I've got old school at seven out of eight. Wow, this. harsh. Um. It's it's nothing against old school. Let's go it's streaking. I, I, I don't feel like I have a like personal relationship with this movie. And, well, so it 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 came out at a time that I was not allowed to watch movies like that, you know, because. That probably came out in what, like 2001? Beat that ass if he caught you watching something like that? No. 
Greg would watch it with me. That came out in 2003. Um, no, my mom obviously was the one in charge of that kind of thing. Um, but I, I never really watched it until recently, probably, probably near the end of college, like 2016 was like the first time I saw it. Um, but I, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Um, nothing like, I kind of think it's about as funny as like the 40 year old version. Pretty funny. Some funny parts, some quotable parts, good cast, but I'm not super in on it. Vince Vaughn is also another one of those people that I think kind of like waters movies down. And then Owen Wilson, like those guys suck. <laughs> um, is it Owen Wilson? Um, it's Is he in that? Because I know because his brother is. Yeah, I guess I can look it up. Vin, you you really think Vince Vaughn waters down the movies? I mean, I think he's good in Dodgeball. What about um, what about Wedding Crashers? Those two movies, I guess, would probably be that's like those are just like his two staples, I guess, right? Yeah, Wedding Crashers is solid, but again, I just these movies have. Or do you just, just imagine him always with Owen Wilson, so you just hate him? Yeah, <laughs> Owen Wilson's pretty cool, man. Um, we should, oh, we should, all right, we'll do this. I'm going to start writing them down. We're going to rank terrible actors before we get out of here. Uh, today? Just, just the ones we've talked about. Oh, you know who's number one on my list? Who's that? Fucking Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. I hate that guy. He's so trash. Talk about repetitiveness. Um... No, I mean, I think the movie's freaking hilarious. Uh, obviously, the <laughs> the fact that they recruit that old, old as fuck like Navy sailor guy and then throw him in the lube lube wrestling contest is like absolutely absurd. But um, it, and then also, there's one more thing that I really don't like about old school, and that it's I hate the um, the dean. There's Something about that character that just – I hate him so much. So I guess they did a good job of creating a good, like, uh, antagonist. Yeah, that's the point, Stairs. I want to fucking punch him right in the face. Yep. All right. So, like, I don't even want to watch the movie because I don't want to – I don't want to deal with listening to that guy and his antics. All right. Let's move on to the next one, Blades of Glory. This movie's – uh, a funny movie. Essentially, Will Ferrell portrays a professional ice skater. Um, and then along with another guy, they both get banned uh, from doing singles events. So they link up and do a doubles event as two men, which is pretty funny. Um, you know, I tried to think of some quotes from this movie and I couldn't even think of one. Uh, but I didn't I don't off the top of my head. I don't really have any faults for it. Um if I probably had to rank it, I'd put it around like six or so, uh, you know, lower, lower tier. But where did you have this one? I've got it last on my list of eight. Um, I think the most quotable or the most well-known quote is definitely the, uh, no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Oh yeah. I mean, it got used in, um, mostly made famous by the Jay-Z and Kanye West song. Oh, and they're talking about the My Hump song. How much do you think they got paid for that? 
How much do I think Will Ferrell and what's the other guy's name? Oh, God, I have no idea. It's the guy from American Pie, right? Or no, it's it's Josh Hader. Josh Hader. No, that's a baseball player. Bill Hader. No, that's... <laughs> Strike one. Strike two. What's his name? John Hader. There we go. Napoleon, say it's I Napoleon Dynamite. That's who. Dynamite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's probably been, geez, since high school, since I've seen this movie. And I remember watching it so much whenever it first came out because I think it was one of those movies that we just like had on DVD at the house. And so I just watched it like an infinite number of times. And I remember it not ever being so funny that I wanted to write home about it. Um, but I, I need to go back and watch it again. In, in all honesty, I'll never, Dear I Denise, do remember one scene where I'm he's like, you today about blades of glory <laughs> <laughs> on DVD, please send. Um, there's one scene where, where Will Ferrell's he's running up the hill. And I think that he's, he's running away from, uh, uh, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. And he turns around and like, Clips oh, yeah. off really that, dramatic. That, that is that's a, that's a pretty. Place. I definitely remember that one. All right, well, we'll round out one last episode so that way we can get to our other topics because we got some funny ones in my opinion. Uh, Semi Pro. Um, I actually thought this movie was pretty funny. Uh, I definitely, I think more old school, and by old school I mean like those earlier movies we mentioned type of Will Ferrell humor, in my opinion. But where does Semi Pro rank for you? I've got semi-pro number four. So I'm naturally inclined to like movies that are going to be about sports. I just am. Um, and so I, I think that there's some sports humor in there that goes a long way for me, like um, uh, trading a washing machine for edmonics um, is, is still the funniest thing to me. Um, and it's got a, you know another good cast. I like um, I like Woody Harrelson a lot, and I like um, Andre Three Thousand. I think both of them are are outstanding in that movie. Um, you know, you what's uh, what's Andre Three Thousand's name? Oh God. Oh, downtown funky <laughs> stuff, Malone. <laughs> Yeah, so I've I've got that one way up on my list. Um, you know, I always respect the people that uh, went out and bought a jersey, a Jackie Boone jersey. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty common, um, like boxed Halloween costume that you can get at at like Spirit or Shops, any of yeah. those weird. Halloween shops, yeah, but um, yeah, I might, I might have to go acquire a Flint, Michigan tropics All right, jersey. Well, just to recap, Mister Stairs had Elf as number one, Anchorman as number two, Other Guys three, Semi Pro four, Talladega Nights five, Step Brothers six, Old School seven, and Blades of Glory eight. Um, one movie that Eric didn't watch that I did and thought was pretty funny is Night at the Roxbury. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, 
Uh, I think it's still pretty quotable. I love every time I see it, I, I try to watch it just because it's not very popular, I think. Um, and most people don't even know it exists. Um, so definitely wanted to give that movie a little shout out. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and rank our bad actors. Uh, so you have Seth Rogen as one. Who would you have as two between Owen Wilson, The Rock, Kevin Hart, or Vin Diesel? Or another one if you can think of it. Okay, you know what? I'm not even here to besmirch Vin Diesel. Like, I don't think that he's annoyed me enough to put him up with <laughs> Seth Rogen. Not even in the same breath. In, in that group. You can also add James Franco. Well, you just hate that whole, like, I mean, we should just put, like, Seth Rogen's squad in there, right? So, like, uh, Danny Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah. Um, him. Um, yes, oh, I hate Danny McBride. And then yeah. Jay Baruchel is just a nightmare. Um, <laughs> I just think that the comedy that they put out is so lazy. And I think that it's funny if you're 19 years old and stoned at a frat house. Fair. Yeah. I mean, Does that make sense? it's a uh, repetitive, definitely just kind of, it definitely seems like more humor you might laugh at when you're, I don't know, like 15 years old, 16 years old. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like just kind of like giggling about hearing like weed or something like that. Um, exactly. All right. I think that's all we got. Have you seen any of these like newer, actually good movies like 1917 um, or the, or the, or the Joker? Man, I, the, the last movie that I saw in theaters was Detective Pikachu. Okay. We're going to end the pod right Um, there before we go any further than that. Um, (laughs) Anything else before we get out of here? Um, may Oprah Winfrey and Tom Cruise <laughs> be with Longhorns basketball today while while they are playing against right, Texas well, Tech in Lubbock. This has been fun. Um, I definitely want to potentially do this for a different actor, and hopefully we can get some good content out of it. So for Eric Stairs, I'm Joey. Follow us on iTunes at the BBB Podcast and give us a fat five-star review. Have a good day, folks. Thank <laughs> you.